Welcome to this episode of the Empowered M Podcast. My name is Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I am obsessed with all things spirituality, business, and personal growth. I started this podcast at 21 years old whilst I was studying my Masters of Architecture at uni. It is fair to say that this podcast catapulted my life in a direction I never imagined possible. Soon after starting this podcast, I dropped out of my degree, quit my nine to five job and started my own business and in eight months of starting became a six figure CEO. Inside of this podcast, I share insights into the realities of being a 20-something CEO, along with actionable tips to help you unlock your true potential and create a soul-aligned and impactful life and business. So pull up a seat, put on your headset, and get ready to get empowered. What is up, everybody? Welcome to this podcast episode. This is the first episode in the exit strategy series that I wanted to bring to you guys. So if you missed out on the nine to five exit strategy masterclass, which I hosted, this is a free masterclass. You're going to want to go check it out because what I do inside of this training is actually break down for you the seven core steps that I teach my clients in order for them to be able to make the transition out of their nine to five jobs and go full time in their businesses. So if that is a goal of yours, then make sure you do go check out that training. Uh, The training is available via my Build Your Business Facebook community and you can find a link in this podcast episode that will take you directly to it. As I mentioned, it is a completely free training. So if you do desire to leave your nine to five job and step into your online business full time, make sure you go click that link now so you can access that masterclass and work through those seven core steps that I teach. The reason I created that training and the reason I've created this series here on the podcast as well is because one of the core transformations that I actually deliver to my clients is helping them create that shift from their nine to five into being full time in their business. Countless of my clients have already made that transition themselves and many other clients of mine have made massive progress and taken many steps in their journey to getting closer to being fully uh, self-employed with in their online businesses. So I know what I'm talking about in this area and uh, particularly what I want to shine light to in this episode is what my nine to five exit looked like as well, because that was the catalyst of me starting my online business, right? I initially made that shift without even having a full business behind me. And I took the plunge. I left my nine to five job and I went full time in my business. So it's something that I did from the very beginning of my journey. Now, what you're going to learn in this episode today is that my exit strategy looked very different to what the average exit strategy looks like. None of my clients have taken the same path that I have taken. In fact, not many people that I know of took the same approach with their nine to five exit as I did because I went all in and took some big risks with mine, which we're going to talk about today. And so that's why I really wanted to bring this series to you is so that across each episode that I do release of this exit strategy series, you can actually hear real stories of clients of mine and the exit journeys they have taken 
or a taking within their businesses. Now, the thing about your nine to five exit is it is going to look completely different for everyone because we are all so unique and on our own journeys through this crazy thing called life. So it's very natural that my journey is gonna look different to your journey and then your journey is gonna look different to the next journey. And that is why I wanna share a wide range of exit journeys with you because I can guarantee that there will be at least one of these stories that I share in this series that resonates with you and where you are right now. So hopefully that will help you find the courage to fully lean into your own exit journey and make the shift into your online business full time. With that said, let's dive in and let me share with you guys insights into what my nine to five exit really looked like. Now, this goes back a couple years now. It was the year 2020 when I actually decided that I was going to transition from the nine to five job that I was in into starting a business for myself full time. But really, this journey starts even earlier than that. So after I graduated high school, I had this like really clearly laid out plan for what my life was going to look like and what my career was going to look like as well. So I had always known straight after year 12 for me, it's university, go get a degree, go work hard towards a corporate job and climb the corporate ladder. And so what that specifically looked like for me was going and stepping into my architectural studies. So I went straight out of high school into university. I did not take a gap year and I immediately started working towards my bachelor's of architecture. So that was a four year degree in itself. And I completed that four year degree. I graduated from that and I am a graduate architect. I've got my bachelor's in architectural design and we'll dive deeper into that in a minute. But it was in my third out of those four years where I really started to feel a little bit of unease with the degree that I was studying. I was really good at what I was doing, but I just started to feel like it wasn't quite in alignment with me. But honestly, at the time, I had no other clue what it is that I wanted to do with my life or what other path it was that I would take because I had been so focused on this specifically specific journey for so long. So I decided to keep leaning forward and I finished my entire bachelor's degree. Um, and then from there, I was kind of like, okay, well, what's next? So by the time I finished my bachelor's degree, that first four years of study, I also acquired a job within the architecture industry. So I found a really great job at this really great firm on the Gold Coast, which was where I was living. And I started to step further into that corporate path of uh, expanding my career in architecture. Now, I decided at that time as well that I was going to lean in and start my master's because again, even though there was this little feeling of like, mm, is there something more for me out there? I had no clue what else it was I was going to pursue or what other opportunities were out there for me. So naturally, it just felt like the only option I had was to continue on this path that I was already on. It was the very logical thing to do. Now, my master's degree was a one-year degree that I was about to step into. And again, I did not take a break between my bachelor's and my master's. My mentality was like, rip the Band-Aid, just go all in, just power through and get it done as quickly as I could. So I let in. Now, at this time as well, I was dabbling in the online space. I had actually 
joined a network marketing company and was having a little bit of an experience of, you know, what is it like to actually work online? And I was seeing a lot of other people that were my age really create these beautiful and abundant businesses through that space um, and really create this sort of online freedom for themselves. And that started to get my gears turning a little bit more. It started to give me a little bit more clarity that, hey, I don't really want to be on this path that I'm on. But again, I still didn't know exactly what I was going to do. I did have some idea in my mind. I was like, oh, maybe I could run with this network marketing thing and see if I could turn this into an online uh, full-time opportunity for myself. So whilst I was studying my master's of architecture, working my nine to five architecture job, I was also trying to build a online business in the network marketing space. And that network marketing business, I'm no longer with it, but I'm so grateful that I did step into that opportunity because that was the very thing that drove me to starting my podcast, the Empower With Them podcast. So when I was in that first six months of my master's degree, I started to really lean into my personal development journey and I started to document that journey right here on the podcast. So if you really backtrack to the very first episodes of the Empower With Them podcast, what you will hear is exactly what I was going through during that time when I didn't have the full clarity around what I wanted to do. I didn't know I was going to start a coaching business, but I was feeling these feelings of misalignment come up. So that's a really powerful place to go back to if you want to have a listen to what I was physically feeling and thinking at that very specific point in time. So I kept on leaning into the podcast. I kept on exploring, okay, what is the opportunities this can bring? What is the opportunities this could bring? And eventually I came to the realization that I did not want to be in my master's degree whatsoever. Like I said, it was a 12 month program to finish and graduate and get my master's in architectural design. By this point in particular, I was about six months in. So I was faced with this question of do I continue forward and finish these final six months of my master's degree to graduate and get that piece of paper and then close that chapter on architecture? Or do I pull the plug now where I was in that moment and explore what other paths it might take me on? And this was a really pivotal moment for me. And I'll tell you what, for a lot of you guys who are maybe in that position right now where you are feeling called towards something else, but you've got ties to things that maybe have been big investments of time, money and energy for you, it can be really hard to pull the plug and step away. For me, it was extremely hard because I had just spent four and a half years slaving away to a degree that is one of the most intense degrees that you can do. And I had been working in the industry And now I was like $50,000 in student debt in, and I'm asking the question of, do I throw it all away? And so that's where I sat down and I had my very first conversation with a coach that I came across. I hadn't invested in this coach. I was really just having like a discovery conversation with them. Essentially, they were just helping provide me some clarity on the direction I was planning on moving into. And I told them about where I was at. I told them about where I was feeling stuck and conflicted about what path to take. And they asked me a question which changed everything for me. And that question was, if I am to continue on the path of completing my master's degree, who am I doing that for? And I sat with that. And the answer that came up for me was everyone but myself. I was doing it for my parents. I was doing it for my peers. 
I was doing it for my boss. I was doing it for all of these people, none of which were me. What did I desire? I desired to be out of that path. I desired to be out of that degree. I desired to be creating the space for myself to just find that clarity around what I wanted and to fully lean into my podcast, which was my passion project at the time. I was spending more of my time and energy on that passion project than I was on this master's degree. And that for me was the key indicator that I didn't actually want to be doing that path for myself. So that's where I had to make the big decision Do I continue in that comfort zone of pursuing this degree that other people want for me and I don't even want for myself? Or do I pull the plug and do I actually create space to explore what my podcast could potentially evolve into? And so I decided at 22 years old with six months left on my master's degree to pull the plug, to drop out of my master's and to put a plan in place so that I could leave my nine to five and ultimately build a business for myself online. Now, at this point in time, I knew that it was no longer network marketing that I wanted to be doing, but I wanted to be building a business that was completely centered around me. And that meant completely centered around my podcast. So the podcast now is, you know, a real uh, combination of entrepreneurship, spirituality, personal development. But at that time, it was purely personal development focused. So I knew that that was going to be the center of what my business was built around. I didn't know exactly what I was going to be offering or who I was going to be serving or how I was going to be serving them. But Once I had dropped out of my master's degree, I gave myself 90 days to figure it out. And at the end of those 90 days, I said to myself, I will be handing in my letter of resignation at work and I will be walking away from the architecture path forever. So this was where the journey really began to get exciting. After making that decision, after giving myself that 90 days to really get my shit together and figure out where I wanted to go, I put my head down and I started to intensely working towards figuring out what is the specific path that I'm going to be going on. So this is where I would really say that my nine to five exit journey really began, right? Because I had just created the space for myself to step away from my masters. And now it was like my full focus and attention was on showing up for my nine to five job whilst behind the scenes, figuring out what the heck it was that I was going to be doing. So of course, the very first thing that I did was actually set a date that I wanted to leave my nine to five job by. I gave myself that 90 day period to, you know, put plans in place. And then I had my date. And so my date was the 22nd of December, 2020. I liked that date because there was lots of twos involved in it. And, you know, we know 222 is all about alignment and there was lots of twos coming up in that for me. But I also liked that date because that was the final day um, before my office was actually closing for Christmas break. So what that meant for me is that looked like a really seamless transition for me to be able to finish up and wrap up that chapter in that workplace to really help them close off the year and feel like, you know, I'm not leaving them high and dry um, with all these responsibilities I was meant to be carried, um, you know, to then be dumped onto someone else. 
but it gave me this beautiful opportunity to be able to celebrate the close of a chapter with all of those connections, all those friendships I had at that workplace, and then seamlessly transition into the new year um, being self-employed. Now, I actually decided to vlog a lot of the 90-day journey that really unfolded following me deciding to pull the plug on my master's degree. That's a vlog that I will post onto YouTube and also link into the bio of this episode because it's really uh, powerful to actually look back and see where I was at in that very specific moment. 22 years old, like I was so young and I guess it's really powerful for me to be able to look back and see my physical self at that point in time and um, how much I've grown and evolved since deciding to take that leap into going full-time in my business. But that's something I do get asked a lot is how did I find the courage to actually take that big leap at such a young age and to have found that clarity around what I wanted to be doing to then be able to back that transition. And here's the thing, I don't feel that being young or being old makes any difference in your ability to transition onto a path that you truly want to be on. I'm grateful that I was able to find the clarity that I did at that point in my life. However, even I still feel I wish I had found it sooner, right? You know, why didn't I find that clarity four and a half years later? I could have saved myself $50,000 in student debt and also a lot of um, physical exhaustion that came from, you know, actually exerting myself in that degree. But whenever someone comes to me and brings up this point about, you know, the age at which we make these transitions, I really like to remind them that we're all on our own timelines right now. And the reason why some things happen sooner and some things happen later for different people is because there's certain lessons and experiences that we as spiritual beings need to go through in order to acquire the wisdom that we are then going to be able to transfer into someone else. So some of my clients are in their 40s and uh, making that transition for themselves now. And they say to me, I wish I was your age when I had figured all of this out that I wanted this for myself. And I'm like, no, don't say that because you are exactly where you're meant to be in your journey right now. And there is all this wisdom and life experience that you have had to acquire in the lead up to this point that now makes you even more qualified than me in ways to go and serve other people with these transformations you really want to be delivering. For me, this is my unique timeline. And yes, I was a bit younger than some when I decided to make that transition, but that is because that is a part of the experience that I needed to have to then be able to go serve people with this transformation that I serve them with now. And like I said, it was not an easy transition for me to make, especially at such a young age, because there wasn't a lot of life experience I did have, particularly around with building self-trust. And so that was a very big thing that I had to kind of blindly lean into was the self-trust of, okay, my intuition is calling me towards something. I need to trust this. I need to lean into this. I need to follow this because it's happening for a reason. Now, when I did make that transition, there was a lot of conversations I did need to have, particularly with family, because at the time I was still living at home with my dad. I had just gone through a breakup. Um, you know, I was obviously studying full time, so I didn't have the capacity to be living out on my own at that point in time. So really this whole transition to leave my degree and quit my job and start something new was something that I really felt that I did need to run by my dad, given that he was the person that I was living with and um, you know there was some support that was, I was receiving from him on that level. 
Now, I was very nervous to have that conversation with him because my parents had always been about, you know, really pushing that um, university path onto us kids. They always, you know, wanted the best for us in life and therefore had really had played a big role in getting us in alignment and getting me in alignment with that, you know, architecture path that I was on and studying and climbing the corporate ladder and so on. So I was really nervous about the judgments or the opinions that maybe they would impress upon me. But I'm very grateful to be able to say that my parents were really supportive of my transition. When I did find the courage to share it with them, they embraced me with open arms and they said, look, Emily, we trust you. You are a hardworking girl. You have always, like whenever you've put your mind towards something you have always made it happen for yourself and so if you can see this vision for yourself then we believe in you and we support you so that was one factor that really did contribute to um, the path that I ended up taking with my exit strategy, which we're going to keep diving into in a moment. But I wanted to shine that light on you because yeah, it is a scary thing to make these transitions and to have these hard conversations. And the other hard conversation that I needed to have was with my employer. So my boss at the time, who was my boss in the architecture firm, you know, he had invested so much into me across the past two years. He was really like molding me um, into the company so that I could, you know, grow with them we did sort of see a long-term vision for myself inside of that architecture firm and so then there was this deep level of guilt that I was feeling around deciding to transition um, paths after he had invested so much of his time and energy into me so of course like when the day came that I was going to go into my nine-to-five and hand in my letter of resignation I was so nervous because I didn't know what to expect from him. Like, was he going to be disappointed in me? Am I letting him down? Like, these were all of the things that were on the forefront of my mind. But again, once I shared with him, like the vision I had and the direction I wanted to go in, he had the same response as what my parents did. And again, like he was so supportive of me in that transition um, and literally still so supportive of me to this day, follows, you know, my business page and engages with all my content. And, you know, I, I, I make the effort to every year or two go back and visit him and everyone else in the office because they all had played such a huge role in my journey at that point in time. So what I want to shine some light on now is like what my nine to five transition actually looked like, because as I said, my journey looked quite different to um, the journey that a lot of my clients go on. Now, mine was a very dramatic transition. So I decided to obviously drop out of my master's degree. I handed in my letter of resignation to quit my job. And I was actually stepping into self-employment with zero dollars to my name. So the story behind that is this. I knew across those 90 days that I was working towards self-employment, right? So of course, naturally, I was getting into savings mode. I was making sure that every paycheck that was coming through from my nine to five job and you know, a lot of the paychecks that I had received and even prior to making that decision, I was making sure that I was saving. And I set a goal for myself to actually save $10,000 before leaving my nine to five job so that I had a security blanket to really lean on as I made that transition into full-time self-employment. Now, I did manage to save that $10,000 by um, the time that December rolled around. And it was literally one week before I was stepping away from my nine to five job forever that I came across my first business coach. And guess how much the investment to work with him was? $10,000. So I had just saved 
$10,000 to be a security blanket for myself. And now I was posed with the question of, do I hold on to this security blanket that I've created or do I invest this $10,000 into this random man that I've met on the internet um, to acquire the tools and resources that I need in order to grow my business the way that I want to? And I knew at that point in time that I had a big vision for what I wanted to create within my business. I was not in it to play small. Like I wanted to hit six figures as quickly as I could so that I could ultimately prove to myself that this vision of mine works and I can do this thing full time. And so logically to me, it actually made sense to let go of the sense of security that my savings had created for me in that transition and invest all of that into a business mentor. Because I knew that I did not have the skills, the experience, the tools, the resources, the plan. I didn't know what I was doing in business. So how would I be able to grow at the rate at which I wanted to grow without having any of those resources that I really needed in order to get there? And so that's why I made the decision to invest my full $10,000 into my business mentor and go all in on building my business. So when I stepped away from my nine to five job on the 22nd of December, 2020, at just 22 years old, I had zero dollars to my name, but I was so confident in my journey to go all in on building my business. And it was within eight months of that date that I actually hit my first six figures in business. So I truly do believe that my journey to reaching my first six figures in business, I was able to get there so rapidly because of the big risks that I was willing to take at the start of my journey, you know, to invest in a mentor, to lean all in, to drip, drop out of my master's degree and quit my nine to five so that I had the space to fully grow my business the way that I wanted to. These were all big decisions that I had to make. And these were all big decisions that really influenced and led me to getting to that point of creating six figures within just eight months. Now, the purpose of this exit strategy series is again to highlight to you guys what my journey looked like, but also to highlight to you that your journey is going to look quite different to mine if you're in a different you know, situation in life. Where I was when I made the transition, like I said, I was living at home I was single, so I didn't have a significant other to consider. I had no major you know, financial pressures on myself, such as mortgages or car repayments or debt or anything like that. The student debt that I have in Australia, we don't have to pay it off immediately. So I wasn't even phased about that debt that I did have. Um, and so there was a lot of factors in my situation which allowed me to make those big risks and you know, maybe take that path that a lot of people are unable to take. So I'm very fortunate for that position that I was in. But the reason for this series is to highlight to you that there are certain steps to put in place if you are wanting to take your transition out of your nine to five and take into consideration the position you're in when it does come to your financial position, your living position, your relationship, and so on. And so inside the nine to five exit strategy masterclass, I'm actually walk you guys through how you can take into consideration all of these different factors that you have when creating your nine to five exit strategy. So again, if you haven't watched that free masterclass, make sure you head to the description of this episode because I have dropped the training in there for you so you can access it for free. You can build out your nine to five exit strategy yourself and you can feel confident in being 
being on your way to going full-time in your business. So if you found inspiration in hearing what my exit journey looked like, I hope that you know this has had some influence on your ability to find courage and confidence in yourself to make the transition and go full-time in your business also. But if you want to listen to some more stories, make sure you keep on coming back to the podcast because the 9 to 5 exit series is only found on here and that is where I interview students of mine who have made the transition or are making their transition out of their nine to five jobs and being full-time in their business and you know they come from all different walks of life all different circumstances financial positions and so on so there's going to be so much inspiration you can find from their unique journeys as well when it comes to building out your own so in saying so thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you found a value in listening to my exit journey go check out the exit strategy masterclass which can be found in the description of this episode please send me a message on instagram because i would love to support you as you make this transition yourself into going full time in your online business and there's many capacities in which i can support you in doing so i have the aligned coaching academy which is designed specifically for the entrepreneur who is at the start of their business journey and is wanting to build an income for themselves online so they can go full-time and create the impact income and lifestyle that they desire for themselves so be sure to send me a message on instagram and we can have a chat about getting a discovery call booked and create a personal plan for what your exit journey could look like so that's a wrap on another episode of the empower them podcast if you want more from me then make sure you come say hi over on instagram at empower with m and let me know your thoughts on this episode If you love the podcast, then don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review to help us grow this platform. Now, before you go, I'm going to leave you with one final question to sit with an action stepping away from today's episode. How can you go out into the world today and do something small that will empower those around you in some way?